Welcome to the Breathe Better podcast. I'm your host, Sienna Smith. I'm so glad you're here. I made this podcast because I had a crazy year in 2020, and maybe you did too. And I have to say, the breath saved my life. And I know from working with people that it did for many others, and I think it can for you too. And that's why I'm here. First, I'd like to get personal with you and share a little bit about my story and what happened in 2020, the year that racked so many people, including me, and not to wallow in it, but because I think you'll be able to relate to what happened. So in 2020, when the pandemic hit, I owned a yoga studio and I had it for 13 years. I was already burning out. I was already taxed to the limit and I was actually preparing to sell the studio. When the pandemic hit, I actually had to go into overdrive at a time when I felt like I had nothing left in my tank. So I went into overdrive, I taught, I practiced, I breathed, and it saved me. It didn't save the studio, but I think it really was ready to go and be transformed into something else. A few months later, I lost my home. I decided to sell it, but it was this beautiful home that I worked so hard and I felt like it was a big achievement in my life to provide for my two teenagers, to give them a beautiful home close to their high school. So it really was a dream of mine to own a home like that. And it was a dream that only lasted a few years. So I put it up for sale and I sold it. That same month, I took my daughter down to school, to college, and I said goodbye. That was hard. I can feel the emotion kind of well up just as I'm speaking to you now. I dropped her off in the middle of fires in California, in the middle of a pandemic wearing a mask. Who can think of saying goodbye to their beloved daughter and dropping them off what felt like Armageddon. During that time, I also said goodbye to a relationship that I was cultivating. So all of those things really hit me hard. And I focused on the breath, like my life depended on it. And it really did. My life depended on it. So that's my 2020 story. And I'm sure that you have yours as well. And my hope is that the breath can help you through any challenge. So I'm a certified yoga therapist, and I've been teaching yoga and breath classes in the Bay Area for 20 years. I also have a biology degree, and I use that degree to pour through the research so you don't have to. And I've been fascinated for decades about how the body works and how to get some of these amazing practices into our lives. I've helped many people with different conditions using the breath work. And I really look forward to being of service to you in any way that I can. Now let's get on with the rest of the show. Soon I'm going to lead you in a breath practice that I know will help you get off on the perfect start to your daily breath practice. But I want to share a little more inspiration first from James Nestor. 
James Nestor says, no matter what you eat, how much you exercise, how skinny, young, or wise you are, none of it matters if you're not breathing properly. He continues in his book, there is nothing more essential to our health and well-being than breathing. Take air in, let it out, repeat 25,000 times a day. Yet as a species, humans have lost the ability to breathe correctly with grave consequences. As I mentioned in the intro, even really making small adjustments in our daily breath, day and night, can really significantly improve our health on so many levels. We all took a huge hit in 2020 on our health. And between reckoning with COVID and politics and social justice, not to mention career shifts and negotiating family relationships, there isn't a better time than now to start your daily breath practice. What is the best way to start your breath practice? There's a saying in Buddhism, start where you are. Some people launch themselves into controlling the breath and it really backfires. I've heard some crazy stories. So we want to start off right. You know, the breath can be like a toddler or a teenager. They want to do what they want to do when they want to do it. And they don't like to be controlled. Trust me, I have two teenagers. So the breath is just like that. It really wants to flow and go and be spacious. And it's very affected by our emotions, by our energy, what we're doing. It's very sensitive. Because it's so sensitive, we don't want to just launch in and control it. We want to start with the natural, unfettered, free breath. Our natural breath is unique. It's personal. It's like your heartbeat or your fingerprint, and everyone is different. So why is the natural breath important? Our natural breath is really key because it gives us four things. It gives us health, presence, connection, and acceptance. And I know in my life, those are things that I really, really cherish. And if the breath can do that for me, I'm interested. So for your health, you know, we get an immediate window into our physical, emotional, mental well-being. Our health is always giving us real-time information And once you learn how to decode its language on how you're really doing, you're going to be really your own biohack. You're really going to be able to take care of yourself anytime, any place, no matter what's happening in your life. And it's going to help your health. It's going to help you feel less fatigued, less tired, less stressed, and more happy, joyful, and fulfilled. Number two is presence. You know, observing our breath brings us into the present moment. And Eckhart Tolle wrote a whole book on the subject, right? And so did many other teachers. Being present is really the only place in life that life is actually happening. It's always a skill to learn how to be present. And the breath can really help us do that right away, instantaneously. And it's a tool we have 24-7. Number three is connection. The natural breath is our way home. It connects us to our body immediately, as I mentioned. And that connection 
is really pivotal because then we look a lot less outside to fulfill this connection that we're all wanting. And instead we learn to look inside. Thich Nhat Hanh said, breathe in deeply to bring your mind home to your body. Let's all take a deep breath to that. Number four is acceptance. How often do we want to fix ourselves or fix someone else? This is really the epidemic. Are we ever going to be good enough? You know, watching the breath allows us to really see and accept ourselves exactly as we are without needing to fix anything. Observing without fixing is a skill that I think we all need to develop more of, especially in a world that's always saying we're not enough or we need to have more or be better. So those are the four things that I believe breathing naturally and learning that as a skill can offer you. Number one was health. Two was presence. Three is connection. And four is acceptance. Let me share what happened to me personally when I started my breath practice. It wasn't all roses. The first time I watched my breath was 25 years ago. I was just out of college and I was attending a yoga class at the local YMCA. They didn't have yoga studios really back then. So I went to the gym to do yoga. The teacher asked us to close our eyes and watch our breathing. I'd never done that before. And I was completely blown out of the water when I started watching my breath. It was really misbehaving. It was stopping, starting, skipping beats, speeding up, slowing down, pausing. And I started to get kind of anxious when I saw this. I thought there was something wrong with me. Like I just couldn't do it right. That was also feeding into the story of the day of me not being enough. So it was actually the perfect thing for me to really look at at that time. I truly wanted to run and hide. But I was also dedicated to healing and to exploring what it was that I was actually feeling down deeper than the surface. So I decided to just stick it out and do my best. I wanted to be my best friend. I didn't want to be my greatest enemy. So I invested time and energy into getting to know my breath. And really, I think it was the best thing I ever did. The breath is always changing day to day, moment to moment, depending on our physical health, emotional state, what kind of stress we're under, even the time of day, the sleep that we had the night before, and even what we eat changes our breath. Once we get to know our breath, we can really see it change and know why. We're going to begin our breath practice and every breath practice with these three key principles. Breathe through the nose is number one. Nasal breathing is so critical, and I'm going to talk more about this in future episodes. Number two, use your diaphragm. And I will elaborate on the diaphragm in this episode during the breath practice. Number three, let go of judgment. This is critical. If you are judging yourself during your breath practice, it's going to be 
tight. It's going to be unwilling. It's not going to flow. And you're going to get frustrated and you're going to quit. So those are the three breathing principles. Through the nose, use the diaphragm, and let go of judgment. Let's begin breath practice number one, the essential natural breath. Sit up nice and tall, having a tall spine with the shoulders back is key, will help you to breathe better. Relax your belly and close your eyes. Get quiet and still and begin to turn your attention inward. Number one, focus on the flow of air through your nose. Feel the cool air coming in and the slightly warmer air going out. Can you feel the air flowing through the nostrils, up through the sinus cavities, into the trachea, and down into your lungs? Focus on the airflow right at the entrance of the nostrils. Make this mind-body connection of nasal breathing. What does the air feel like as it comes in? Your nose does an amazing job of filtering, warming, and making the air moist and perfect for your lungs. Feel your lungs receive this perfect air. 
filling the bottom of the lungs, the middle, and then the top. Make this breath as natural as possible, allowing the breath to be any length and any way it wants to be. Now let's observe the diaphragm. The diaphragm is by your lower rib cage above your belly in the center of your torso. Can you feel the diaphragm or the rib cage or the belly moving at all when you breathe? Tune in deeply to this area that is moving or not moving, is fluid or choppy. Is smooth or rough. We just allow it to be however it is. We're practicing deep acceptance and connection and presence here as we stay focused on the area of the diaphragm, the belly and the rib cage. And now let's practice really allowing whatever is arising to arise without trying to change it whatsoever. Cultivate the ability to watch and witness without judging. Breathe in, breathe out, 
It's like a wave in the ocean. Comes on shore, then recedes back into the ocean. Now let's connect the nasal breathing to the use of the diaphragm. Take an inhalation, feel the air go through the nostrils, follow it all the way down and connect it to your belly. Then when you exhale from the belly all the way back out to the nose. Do that flow a few times where you trace the breath in, see where it goes, and follow the breath out. Watch the breath with curiosity, openness, and kindness. Take a few more breaths, connecting to your breath exactly as it is. On your next exhale, Slowly open your eyes. Notice how you feel. What is your physical experience? Do you feel anything in your chest, in your belly, in your body? What is your emotional state? How are you feeling emotionally? More connected, more open, anxious. Everything is welcome, whatever you feel. And then what's the state of the mind? Do you feel scattered, more focused, calm? 
It's really important to note how you feel after the breath practice, because this is how you're going to be able to prescribe the breath exactly for your needs. We are our own healers. And we need to take our power back in being able to really heal ourselves and reach out for help when we need to. But know that we are infinitely more powerful than we give ourselves credit for. And incorporating a daily breath practice as simple as the one we just did can be the best drug. So that is your assignment. If you wish to take it on is to start a daily breath practice and tune into this podcast because you'll learn so much and it's my job to guide you and to give you information and to really help you to stay inspired to breathe every day. Exhale. That's a wrap for this Breathe Better episode, our very first and most essential episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to subscribe, please do and share this with those you love or your friends that might be interested. You can also join the conversation on our Facebook group at Sienna Smith Yoga or visit my website at siennasmith.com for opportunities to take my next breathing course or be mentored by me one-on-one. Special thanks to Bodhi Suchko. He provided the beautiful music to our breathing session today. You can find his music at bodhimusic.bandcamp.com. I can't wait to see you all for the next episode where we talk about living longer. There's so much more juicy stuff to come and I look forward to sharing it with you. Have a beautiful day and let's breathe better together.